Everybody, welcome to Real Talk with Dawn Leo. And today's topic is grief, but not the grief you think. Grief, this overwhelming pain is just that overwhelming. Ah, it can take you down and keep you down, distorting true vision and paralyzing your actions and thoughts. It can change your language from positive to negative, anger to rage. It leaves you feeling guilty and shameful, blaming yourself for everything someone has done to you, with you, or for you. Your emotions will be all over the place. Your body reacts, changing its form from small to big, shapely to out of shape, and happy to sad. Guilt has taken up residency in your mind, heart, and soul, damaging your organs like your heart. Mm. Yes, it will. <laughs> that old grief. Ooh. Okay, I I understand it's a process, but my goodness. But hey, that's part of life also because we will experience grief, no doubt. All right, I want to hit y'all up with the wow. You know, it's my words of wisdom. And this is a poem written by Robert Frost. It, the, the title is Nothing Gold Can Stay. First of all, I love that title. Nothing Gold Can Stay. Mm, all right, we're going to get to it. Okay, here we go. Nature's first gold. Ah, I'm so sorry. Nature's first green is gold. Her hardest hue to hold. Her early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. Then leaves subside to leaf. So Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down to day. Nothing gold can stay. I love that. It makes perfectly good sense to me. And nothing gold should stay. You know, it, it because gold, it, you know, it's like, mm, that's that color. It It stands for so much, you know. Um, it represents so much and you have to let it go so it can be and and continue to do what gold does. You understand? See, we want to keep that and, and lock it up, <laughs> you know, keep it for ourselves because it's so beautiful. And because of what it represents or what it represents to you, you know. So, um, yeah, gold. Yeah. I understand that. Thank you, Mr. Robert Frost. I'm giving you a shout out. Um, I found this poem online because I wanted to find something that would uh, speak about this type of grief, you know. So with those, oh, excuse me, I hit the mic. <laughs> but those who know, those who know you will offer what seems like meaningless opinions, affirmations, slogans, advice, or tell you to pray your grief away. These suggestions are fine. However, that person may feel that those things would not help them in their moment of despair. They are in too deep and what feels like and and feel what was offered is too light to pull them out of it. So they dismiss it. 
I can surely understand that because I've been there and I know that you have as well. The only difference is the type of grief endured. Woo. Yes, I do understand that because, you know, it's like uh, not having any money. Right. And you say to someone like, dang, I'm broke and I really could use, you know, I can use some money or can I borrow some money? Right. And then that person responds, well, if you just get a job. Well, you go, but yeah, okay, but I'm not going to get the job tomorrow. <laughs> I need money now. I'm hungry. I have to eat now. So yeah, I do get that. And I know that, you, you know, my listeners out there, I know that y'all get it too, because at one time or another, we've had something like that said to us. I remember when I was going through my depression, this was years, years, years ago, and I was really, really, really down. And I remember... Uh, someone said to me, well, why don't you apply for, um, a a position at, let's just say, um, the, uh, Metro, excuse me, like, uh, transit, excuse me. And I'm like, okay, that's fine, but I need to eat now. (laughs) It's a process. You know, it's a process to get a job. You know, it's like searching for a job is a job. But how can you do that when you're hungry? Anyway, y'all get what I'm saying. But this type of grief is an emotional one that leaves the feeling resembling a slow death because that's what you feel like. Not regarding a human death, you know, of course, yet it's still physical. It's a loss. The loss of a job, an opportunity, a marriage, a home, a friend, a family member through uncontrollable circumstances, a limb or sight. Imagine waking up one morning and you can't see. It's like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, hold up. Wait. Okay, let me just spinch my eyes. You know, let me open and close them. Let me rub them real good. Imagine that and that you're blind. I'm, I, I know that this have happened to to people, you know, I really, really I know that, you know, or you lose up. Oh, oh, we got to take that big toe. Like what? That you, you're going to experience. Oh, that grief. And, and it really is hard. You just want to you feel like you're dying. Like I said, you know, it feels like, you know, death has come for you. You know, but these experiences are super challenging to face. But what happens to your soul when you realize that you've lost the sense of time and lost yourself, leaving you physically able, but spiritually empty? How do you zap the energy to get back up again? How do we get past that? Well, I'm not G.O.D., my master, my father. I'm not him, but I just share what I've gone through and hope that, you know, it resonates with you and that you can take it and use it for yourself. By all means, you know, we're here to share. We are here to share. So the number one question that people ask, and as I did myself, I said, how? Like, how do you get up again? How do you how do you get that back? How do you get you back? How do you get back on track? And I found these, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven words. I'm going to give the definition. And of course, you know, y'all out there may know them, but I'm going to share them anyway, just in case. (laughs) And even, even if you do know, it's okay. 
it, that's fine to get more information. That's what we're here to share. <laughs> so um, the first word is tenacity. The quality of fact of being able to grip something firmly. Mm, yeah. Versatility. Able to adapt or be adapted to many different functions or activities. Guidance. Advice or information aimed at resolving a problem or difficulty, especially as given by someone in authority. Connectivity. The state or extent of being connected or interconnected. Hmm. Potential. Remember potential, (laughs) P-O-T-E-N-T-I-A-L. That song just came to my mind, so I just threw it out there. But... (laughs) Jimmy cast a bunch. <laughs> if you want to know, if you want to look it up. But anyway, potential having or showing the capacity to become or develop into something in the future. Yeah. And we've picked people with potential, you know, that P O T E N T I A L. Yeah. Well, he got potential. <laughs> Mystery something that is difficult or impossible to understand or explain. Hmm. How did they do that? That's mysterious. How did they do that? And skill, the ability to do something well. Mm -hmm. Because we can. I'm sorry, if you hear a little thumping, bumping, it's my neighbor upstairs, um, the toddler. He's a friendly little fella and he loves to run back and forth. It's raining out, so we just have to overlook it. (laughs) And finally, prayer. People will tell you to pray in a minute. And those are the ones that don't even pray. Ain't that something? It's like, because they want you out their face. It's like, don't be asking me for no money. You better go pray. Ask God for it. (laughs) It's like, wait, hold up. I didn't know God was giving out 10s and 20s. (laughs) But get out of (laughs) here. And it's sad because, we, you know, we are each other's brothers and sisters because we're all God's children. So, you know, I always feel like you look out for each other. You don't have I don't have to pay your rent. God did not tell me to pay your rent. OK, so I just want to be clear about that. He did not say that, you know, however, it's OK to give more than a dollar. You can spare two or three dollars. That that two or three dollars may really get that person out of the rut. But let me just share this with y'all right quick. Quick story. I was on my I had seven dollars, right? A five dollar bill and two single dollars, right? And I folded them up. You know like how you fold up your money and put it in your pocket. So I did that and I said out loud to the universe, whoever needs this money today that's in my pocket can have it. Listen, I have wasted more money. If I go to Atlantic City, I'm and I'm not hitting, I'm not winning, I'll spend a hundred dollars and that's my limit. But that's a hundred dollars that went to a machine that will possibly go to someone, the next person that comes behind you and hit. It's like, oh shoot, you got my money. <laughs> you know? So I mean, we've wasted more than that. So I said, okay, whoever needs this money. They're going to get it. Right. So I waited all day and I'm like, okay, Lord, could you send them so I can give it to them? Right. (laughs) So it's like, no, let them, they will find you. I said, okay, cool. So I go about my day. Now that my work day is over, I'm on my way to the train station. I'm walking and there's this young man. Um, I know that I'm way older than him. So he looks like he's like maybe in his twenties, maybe no more than 25, 26. And he's, although 
he wasn't a derelict. Um, he was he 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 wasn't uh, dressed in a suit, but he was neat. Um, and his face looked neat. His locks and everything looked, you know, it was neat and and, and clean. And um, he said he was asking people like, could you please could someone please um, just a, a dollar? Could someone just give me some money? You know, that kind of thing. And I walked past. He opened the door for me and I walked. Thank you. And I walked on in. And then it hit me. Remember, you said whoever asks <laughs> for, for somebody that they would get what's in your pocket. And I said, Oh my gosh, yes, I did say that because I forgot because it's like I was waiting all day and then it didn't happen. I let it go. And then I really forgot. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, my train is coming. I want to get home. Okay. So I said, all right, nope. I made a promise to the universe. I cannot do that. That would put, that would not be good for me. Okay. So, um, I backtracked and I went to him and the way he was asking, I've just felt that he kind of got stuck here. Like what, whatever happened, whatever his situation was, he, he, he just needed to get back home. So I, I approached him with the money before I gave it to him. I said, you better be for real, because if not, you're going to pay for that. And when I handed him the money, I went to walk away and he said, miss. And I turned around and he put his hands like in prayer. He said, thank you. Thank you so much. And then he walked away. So I was like, yes, my instincts were correct. Although he did not look like, and, and of course he didn't, I don't think that he was, you know, a derelict. Or, and, and I'm not putting derelicts down. I'm not because I don't know what happened to their lives or how they got out there. That's that's not my business, but I'm just describing, you know, this young man to you guys um, that he, he really needed the money and I've seen others and I go, okay, you don't look like you're from here. You know, true, you know, native knows the deal. You know, it's like when someone new moves on your block, you know, they knew, <laughs> you know, the scent is on them. It's fresh, you know, <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to share that story with y'all right quick. But anyway, I'm going to hit you up with the CTT. You know, my CTT is calming tool time because we need that, you know. So taking the first step is hard yet imperative. We have to do it. Have that conversation, that hard conversation with yourself about what you're going through. Yes, it will be difficult and painful, gut wrenching even. Yet people do it. So it can be done. Break it all down for easy digestion, you know, or easier digestion. You know, sometimes it's like it's hard to eat an elephant. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. That's how you do it. And turn those five stages of grief into positivity. Number one, maybe it was for your own good. You ever think of that? Like, you know what? Okay, I lost that job or I lost my relationship. I thought we were doing good, but somebody said, Mm-mm, nope, time to go. <laughs> Number two, it was time to receive something fresh and new. You can't hold on to something old forever. There's a lot of new things out there. Listen, I'm not just talking to you guys. I'm talking to myself as well. This goes for me. I play my own podcast and go take your own advice. Okay. <laughs> Number three, another experience you had to learn to gain more wisdom and compassion. Mm hmm. 
Maybe you had some money. Someone asked you for it. I'm using this as an example because money seems to get folks attention, you know, like pain. Yeah, that'll get your attention real quick. (laughs) So it's like, okay, you knew that you had you had it to spare and you chose not to give it to that person because you told yourself you knew that person's story. Yeah, but they they on drugs. You don't know how they got there. Oh, they're alcoholics and they just. You don't know how they got there. No one wakes up deciding to be that negativity that we see. Okay. That they end up turning out, you know, part of their life, part of their journey. Okay. Um, Number four, rebuild your endurance. Mm -hmm. Maybe you were feeling weak. You were getting stale and it's like, nope, the universe said, nope, got to shake the tree a little bit. Let's see what falls out. That's, you know, because it was like they say, what doesn't kill you, make you stronger. There you go. <laughs> and number five, it wasn't personal. It wasn't personal. I came from a family of, let's just say broken people. And for a long time, I felt that the attack on me was personal. Eh, not really. Because they're the ones that broke, that's broken. I'm not. So no, you know, or the, 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 I'm sorry, my words, the position that you felt that you deserved, you needed, you had, and you were doing a great job. And then you got fired. You go, "Mm -mm." no, God's, he got something else for you. There's something bigger and better. And if you think about it, people. My beautiful people, my beautiful listeners, if you think about it, think about a time in your life where something like that has happened to you and you go, well, why the attack on me? Like what? And you go, you get something better or you you graduate from the first grade. Now you're in the second grade and you go, oh, okay. so that really it wasn't personal. That was just that was it wasn't even about me. That was about them. Oh, that makes sense. So I say all of that to say, look for the silver lining so that it makes sense to you, you know, because we have to do that. It's all part. It's, it's a part of life, you know? So consider this, we gain, we lose all the time, (laughs) some more than others yet for the individual that doesn't change the feeling left behind because you do feel bad, but That is when you are called to go to places deep inside your soul for answers to recharge. How else are you going to get there? You can't just go from A to Z. You have to. What about B, C, D? You know, what about the middle? So afterwards, you'll rise out of the ashes like a phoenix and soar your way to the top. So I say all that to say this. Go for what you want. Y'all hear me? Go for what you want. Your happiness is yours. You have a right to it. You have a right. Even if you fail trying. Yeah. Because you may fall. Most likely you will. That's okay. If you watch a, a mother bird, she'll to, to, to get her little birdies wings strong so that they can fly. She'll kick them out the nest. But she doesn't just kick them out the nest onto the concrete. No, she pads the concrete first with leaves and all that nature stuff and the sticks and all that. So when they fall, they don't break their wings. 
it just leaves them the lesson. No different than when we watch our little baby toddlers take their first step. They'll go one, two, three, boop. You go, "Uh oh, you try to catch them or you'll guard them, you know, with your hands around them, like letting them, you know, it, it's just like that, y'all. And, and sometimes when you're in that grief, no, you don't see it because you want the grief to just stop. <laughs> you want it to end. No, I don't want this process. I don't give a gosh darn about it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and I understand that we all go there. Every last one of us. So thank you so much, my beautiful listeners. I just love y'all. I love this. Listen, y'all are keeping me recharged. Okay, I love doing this. This is my thing. So thank you for listening in. (laughs) I'm sorry. I kind of got the giggles. (laughs) So I'm going to try this again. (laughs) Thank you for listening in to Real Talk with Dawn Lael. You can follow me on Spotify, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, and Listen Notes at Real Talk with Dawn Lael. And hit that subscribe, like, and share, and whatever else is got up there so that this way I know that you listening. Also, join my Amazon's AMP live radio show. Talk about it with Dawn Lael on Thursdays at 7 p.m. for conversation and music about today's topic. Note iPhone availability only. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm not in charge of that. So you Androidies out there, please don't, you know, just listen to the podcast. Okay, even if you don't, <laughs> don't worry about the radio show for now. <laughs> So anyway, I'm wishing you abundant peace and blessings. Bye for now. Ooh.